Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. another episode of the Kind Mind Project. Uh, my name is Emily. If you have not been hanging out with the Kind Mind before, I am so very thankful that you're here. Um, you're going to have to forgive our, our background today with an office that is currently under construction, but um, I wanted to make sure that I popped in with you this week and had a really important conversation. This is probably going to be one of those quick pep talk kind of episodes um, because this is as I was driving home from from work today I had this feeling of I don't feel like I was good at my job today I didn't feel like I was good at my job today and I wanted to sit down and have that conversation with you and how I went through the process of challenging that and coping with that and moving forward. So that's our conversation today, but I, of course, have to bring out our Kind Mind Affirmation cards, which I am proud to say will be officially launching this week. This week, if you are listening to this episode on the day that it is live, our affirmations cards are finally hitting our Kind Mind store on Thursday. On Thursday, September 21st, my 29th birthday, these are finally going to be ready to be put in your hands. I have had all kinds of troubleshooting happen, and so now I'm super excited to finally, finally bring them to you. And if I will be seeing you this coming weekend at Empower Her Live, you are welcome to submit your order. I, I would say use the code LOCAL and I will bring your cards with me to Empower Her Live and deliver them to you in person so you don't have to pay for shipping. So if you are going to Empower Her Live and if I'm going to see you there and be able to squeeze you, which I hope that I am, um, go ahead and submit your order. Use the coupon code LOCAL. And I will deliver them to you while we are at Keisha's amazing event. Um, and if not, if you're not going to be at Empower Her Live, go ahead and submit your order anyway. I will get it shipped off to you when I get back. Um, but let's kind of set some intention for our episode today. I will admit to you, I've been really frazzled <laughs> after my day job. So I think this is going to be helpful for me in, in sitting down to record this with you too. So. We always find a good one. We just always find a good one. My mindset frames my reality. I give energy to all that is good. My mindset frames my reality, and I give energy to all that is good. Mm. 
that sure does go hand in hand with how I've been feeling today after my day job. Normally, I find that as I'm driving home, I reflect on the day, right? The stressors, the things that went well, the things that didn't go well, everything in between. And by the time I get home, I feel like it's all, most of the time, left my brain and I'm ready to to live the rest of my life, right? Some days, though, it sticks with me a little bit more, and I imagine you can probably relate to that, too. I, today, specifically, had a day where I didn't feel like I was good at my job today, and I wasn't really able to pinpoint what that was. Um, It was kind of all sorts of things piled up together. And what I noticed was that I was absorbing all of these things that I just couldn't control. I was absorbing all of these things that were, to be honest with you, completely out of my hands. It wasn't that I wasn't good at my job. It wasn't that I wasn't qualified or that I hadn't done my due diligence, right? It, It wasn't any of that. It was factors outside of my hands that got in the way of me getting the result that I wanted to get with my patients today. And on the way home, I was like, Emily, I feel like you're absorbing all of this instead of observing it. And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. The amount of times we start to absorb instead of observe. What do I mean by that? Well, I personally personalized, I personally personalized that experience. I made that mean that I was bad at my job. I made those things mean that I wasn't qualified, that I wasn't prepared, that I wasn't responsible. I made all of these things mean something about me. I made all of these things mean something about me when most of it was completely out of my control. And I absorbed that as my identity. I absorbed that as a definition of who I am rather than the the barriers that were truly getting in the way. I should have, and I, I don't like using the word should, but in this case, I feel like it's appropriate. <laughs> I should have observed what was happening around me. Because to be honest with you, no, this was not a great day in the world of therapy for Emily. However, I can observe that instead of making it mean something about me. How many times have you done that? How many times have you had an experience or a situation or relationship or a circumstance play out in a way that you didn't feel great about and you let that mean something about you. You attached meaning to it. You personalized it, right? And now you walk around with that new belief. You walk around with that new meaning and it's so attached to your person that it's that much harder to separate the two. Once you've absorbed it as as part of you, as a definition of you, or as your direct product, 
it's so much harder to observe it for what it is. So I want you to think of a time where you ran into a barrier of some kind, where you had something play out in a way that you weren't proud of, that you didn't feel good about, but also one that there were so many other factors involved. There were so many other things that aside from you and what you contributed to the situation, there were so many other things that also played a role. And I want you to think of what meaning you assigned to yourself after that interaction. Maybe it was in a job interview and you didn't feel like you had the interviewer's full attention. You felt like they were something somewhere else and you took that to mean I must not be interesting enough. I must not be interesting enough. I must not be qualified because they clearly have already written me off. Right? They they clearly have already decided that I'm not worth attending to because they look bored or they look distracted or are they fill in the blank. Right? We personalize that instead of observing that about that person. And then asking ourselves, okay, what are the possible reasons? What are the possible reasons instead of jumping right to what does this mean about me? We as humans like to take shit so personally. We like to immediately jump to what that means about us. We like to make it an us problem. When most of the time, it's a combination problem. Maybe that interviewer had other things on their mind. Maybe they walked into this interview with their own set of stressors and worries and maybe that they got really bad news before the interview or they have five interviews after you and they're stressed, right? Maybe they didn't sleep the night before. All these other possibilities instead of what you decided that it meant about you. So before we allow ourselves to make a certain situation or encounter or relationship or moment of embarrassment, whatever it is, before we assign meaning to it, before we decide what it means about us, we have to observe first. And a really great way for us to do this moving forward, for us to remind ourselves moving forward, when we are having one of those pity parties and that's my tough love coming out right I as I was driving home from work today I was having a pity party I'll admit it I was and I decided all sorts of meaning about me and then I spiraled and it was a whole thing so instead of having a pity party for us when we notice that happening we have to be able to say okay am I absorbing or observing this? Am I absorbing it or am I observing it? Two completely different things. When I absorb something, it becomes a part of me, right? It becomes a part of who I am, my identity, what makes up my person. Whereas when I observe it, there's some distance there. There's some distance there. So how would it be different 
how would we be able to respond differently, to cope differently, if we were observing instead of absorbing? Mm. It, it, it tastes different, doesn't it? Suddenly you had so much more capability to do something about the interaction that we didn't like instead of getting bogged down and distracted by all of the meaning that we've attached. It's funny because I just led a group today at my day job talking about the cost and the benefit of subscribing to a certain belief. And by that, I mean all of the beliefs that we carry around with us. I don't mean your religious beliefs, your all those deep, deep ones about other things. <laughs> like, I, I don't mean that. <laughs> what I mean is the beliefs that we have about ourselves. The beliefs that you walk around with day in and day out, truly being convicted of. There's, there's this deep conviction that you probably don't even think about. But those beliefs that you have about yourself... What are the costs of believing that and what are the benefits? So in this situation, I was like, man, Emily, you just ran this group. You just preached to teenagers about the, the impact that their beliefs have on them. And here you are walking away from a day of work believing that you weren't good at your job today, that all of these things that, that didn't go well were your fault. And you spiraled. You let that mean something about you. And so I had to take a spoonful of my own medicine and weigh the costs and weigh the benefits. Right? Long term, if I continue to attach all of that meaning to that interaction, what is it going to cost me? What is it going to cost me to do that? Because personally, it's going to cost me a hell of a lot of confidence if I continue to subscribe to that belief. If I continue to believe that the days where I don't see as much progress in my patients as I want to, that meaning that I'm not good at my job Man, I'm going to get a serious kick to my confidence a lot of days. A lot of days. I'm going to get a kick to my confidence. And so am I willing to live with that cost? It's not asking myself whether the, the statement itself is true. It's asking myself, am I willing to live with that cost? Am I willing to live with the outcome of continuing to subscribe to that belief? So I, th I think this conversation is twofold, right? First of all, am I absorbing or observing what's, happen what's happening in front of me, right? What's happening around me, this situation that's impacting me. Am I observing it or am I absorbing it? And secondly, if I am absorbing it, Am I willing to live with the cost of that absorption? Am I willing to live with the cost of what I've decided that that means about me? And if the answer is no, then we have to pull that situation and our identity, our self, apart. 
we have to create some distance there. And in this situation, I'll tell you how I did it. I personally had to look at all of the reasons that it wasn't just me. I had to look at all of the outside things that got in the way of me getting my, my patients where I wanted them to be. All of the, the barriers that were there that, that had nothing to do with me. And suddenly I felt like there was space. I felt like there was space between myself and my ability and the outcome of the situation. So I, I know <laughs> that I am not the only woman in the world that does this. I know I am not the first person to absorb something and decide what it means about me instead of observing it for what it is. So I want to continue this conversation over on Instagram. I want to hear about how you are combating that absorption and, and what you're doing about it, how you're slowing yourself down to say, you know what, nope, I'm absorbing this and I need to be observing it. I, my experience is not the end-all be-all, right? You have such valuable examples of this to share that can deeply help our community and I hope that you do I hope that you go over to Instagram at Emily and the kind mind and you let me know either leave me a voice message or put it on your Instagram story and tag me but this is a conversation that so many people can relate to and my examples are not the only valuable ones so please let's continue this conversation over on Instagram and until next time I hope that you stay so very kind to your mind. And I'm so excited to finally get these cards in your hands. I love you so, so very much. Go observe instead of absorb. And I will talk to you so soon. I love you. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.